Hello, everyone, and welcome to, the, to today's episode of Startup Talk, the weekly live show for entrepreneurs and startups. And today we're talking about how you can fail your way to success. Now, in Startup Talk, we connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs and startups to share our experiences, best practice, lessons learned, wins and frustrations, so we can all learn from each other and grow together. And for those who don't know me, my name is Saskia. I am the founder of the Startup Suite and your weekly host for Startup Talk, which is part of the Startup Suite. Now, every week I, I welcome a new guest to the show and we discuss a weekly topic of his or her choice. This can be anything as long as it's related to entrepreneurship or to starting up a business. We are live every Thursday at seven o'clock in the evening Central European time, so that's this time on the on the Facebook and YouTube account of the Startup Suite. Now make sure to never miss a new episode by liking and following the Startup Suite on Facebook. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and make sure to turn on notifications so you get notified whenever the startup whenever Startup Talk goes live. So that's every Thursday. And as I said, this show is live, which means you can join the discussion and share your thoughts and comments by using the comment section. And don't be shy. I and my guest, I'm sure, would love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Now, it's a great pleasure to introduce today's guest, Justin Ortel. Justin is involved in several companies, the first one being his wine operation, Woodbury Winery and Vineyards, based in Fredonia, New York. Um, it's home to, to some special wines like the Zombie White, the Peanut Butter Cup wine, and even a Blue Wellsberry wine. And it's been awarded the, um, the home of the best Chardonnay in the Northern Hemisphere. So that must be worth a visit. Secondly, he helps people build and organize Facebook so they can monetize on Facebook Messenger with the Social Growth Accelerator. So if you're an affiliate marketer, a multi-level marketer, or you just use Messenger as a lead channel, definitely check that out. And he's involved in Zonbase, which is software for Amazon product research in which he has also a mentorship. So if you're active on Amazon, check that out too. Now, how we met, um, when I had the first idea to start an online live vlog for entrepreneurs and startups, Justin was literally one of the first people to send me a message saying, hey, I like the idea you have for this show uh, and I have some great things to share about being an entrepreneur. And I love the topic that he chose for today to fail and to, to fail fast and to fail often because failing fast and often is an important part of the learning process. You have to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So it's really key to your business success. So I'm excited to chat with Justin today on how this all happened and how he grew his business by failing fast and failing forward. So please give me a welcome. Please help me give him a warm welcome to the show, Justin Ortel. Hey, Justin. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. How are you? Sure. I am good. Looking forward to it. Good, 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 good. So let's get, let's dive into it. Um, you are involved in free businesses. How did that came to be? So, so I've actually been in the wine industry since I was 18 um, uh, here in New York. I was New York's youngest professional winemaker back then. Um, right. I've always, always been willing to push the limits on, on things. Um, and that, that's how I've kind of run businesses from the get go. Um, I, I like to, you know, it's like the, the subject says fail fast and fail often. Um, it's why I'm willing to be different 
because I'm not worried about failure. I'm not worried about having something not work out because I'm just going to move on and find something different um, and, and keep moving forward and keep pushing those limits. And, and that's what's made me as successful as I am um, at as young as I am. Wow, that's that's amazing. So could you give an example on how you uh, failed fast and, and failed often and in that way failed your way towards success? Absolutely. Um, so so in the, and I'll use the wine industry as, as my prime example. The, the wine industry is, is super old school and super traditional and, 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 and people are, are very set in their ways. And, and we started playing with like multi-flavored wines and, and, and wine spritzers and wine cocktails. And we had some absolute flops in the beginning that just didn't resonate with customers. They didn't resonate with our, our typical crowd. Um, and a big part of that is your typical wine crowd is much older. And we were trying to target the, the 21 to 35 year olds, um, which tr uh, traditional wineries don't. So it took us a long time to kind of figure out what resonated with those guys. Um, and that's when we launched our zombie series and, and, and kind of hit a home run there. Um, and, and since then, we've, we've done multiple launches of new wines with multiple different flavors like the peanut butter cup and the blue raspberry and stuff like that. Um, and now we have, we'll have four, four new wines that will be coming out next year um, really? that are all along that, that same path. Oh, wow. And then we do traditional too, so we cater to both markets. But if we didn't fail and learn what was working and learn what wasn't, we, we would have never gotten to the point where, where we're, we're having the success we are. We've, we've grown over 400% over the past year. Oh, wow. That's amazing, especially given that it was the corona year. Right. It was a COVID year and we had explosive growth. Yeah. So could you give a, so I'm just being curious, what kind of wine flavors didn't resonate with your audience? Um, so, so we did like a, a, a straight chocolate wine, which didn't go well, but the, the peanut butter cup went fantastic, which how can, surprises me. How can me chocolate not go well? <laughs> right. Um, so, so that was a, that was a surprise for me. Um, and then there, you know, that was one of the big ones. We, we, we tried a, like a sour patch kid one that didn't go well. Um, and we, we really were trying to resonate with that younger bunch and, and thinking that flashbacks to the younger ages would work and, and it just didn't. Um, Blue raspberry was, was like the exception to that rule because everybody, like people go nuts over it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I must, in, I must say I'm intrigued by the blue raspberry one. I, Okay, silly questions. Are the raspberries really blue, or do they just turn out blue in the wine? No, it, it is a uh, it's a blue coloring that we use. Ah, okay, okay. I was already looking like, oh, is there something like blue raspberries? So yeah, no, it's natural blue coloring that we use in that one. Okay, cool. So, um, how did you came up with the concept of the zombie wine? So that actually was a play on The Walking Dead. Um, one of the places that they stayed was called Woodbury. So we, we, with us, with our, we, we've had Woodbury Winery since 1979. So when they, when they used our name, we figured we could play back off of it. It's been, it's been a great marketing play. I love that. I love that. I love the, the, the walking dead as well. That's, um, it's intense, but love it. Um, yeah. so yeah, then last year COVID hit and basically the U.S. was, was shut down, but you still managed to grow 400%, right? That's correct. How did you do that? So, so we, we went big into e-commerce and, and I have a lot of experience in, in the Amazon world too. Um, as you said in the, in the intro, but, um, we, uh, we went and did like a, a break even front end funnel where we, we gave free shipping on, on three bottles of wine in, in the, in the hope that, that people would buy it again. 
Um, and we've actually maintained a over 80% retention rate on reorders um, using that funnel. And it's something that has never been done in our industry. Um, and, and, and wineries still think I'm crazy for doing it. And I, I still for do shipping, it. For right. shipping it directly. Yeah, we're shipping it direct to consumer. I, I, I had to find a way that with us having limited, limited travel and being a very service-based industry, we had to find a way to get into people's houses without having them come to us. And we did that and, and then kind of kind of made a a movement to, to make us be that winery that, that came to them during COVID uh, and, and used it to, to grow. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I noticed here in the Netherlands, more wine uh, retailers are starting to do that or they have like this, this sample package or something where you can try three different kinds of wines and then of course in the hope that you come back. Uh, but yeah, it's great to hear that that um, yeah, helps pick up business even in those challenging times. And I think that's really what's so powerful about allowing yourself to 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 learn and grow and, and adapt to a to a new changing environment, right? Right. And just because everybody does things one way doesn't mean you have to. Uh, you, you're going to be successful by breaking those molds and breaking outside of the, the norm. But if you're going to be willing to break outside of the norm, you have to be willing to accept failure and, and learn that, you know, just because you failed once doesn't mean your next try is not going to be successful. No. Um, as long as you take those lessons and move forward and, and, and keep driving, you know, and you're going to learn and you're going to get ahead. So. Yeah. So, well, the thing with failing is, I think failing on sich isn't the difficult part, right? I mean, you, you try something new and then it doesn't happen or it doesn't have, uh, fan out the way you hope it would. Um, but then I think the tricky part is is getting yourself up again, right? Not falling in that mental clutch of, of being like, I failed, this is my identity now. I think a right. lot of people really grasp that, like, I did something wrong. I must stop completely. Do you recognize that? And how do you deal with that? So, I mean, I, I do a lot of business consulting too outside of the, the wine industry and whatnot. And it's, it's one of the biggest things I see is, is people are afraid to fail. And, and they think that one failure makes them makes them be a failure. So they they end up identifying that failure as who, the, who they are. And it's, it's not. It, it needs to be a learning curve and a learning lesson, um, not who you are. You, you are an entrepreneur entrepreneurs fail the good yeah, ones it's... keep failing and and, and learn yeah. um uh, the, the more you fail the more you're going to learn the more successful you're going to be uh, yeah. in my eyes so yeah and i think often as well the, the the fear of failure is is worse than actually failing on sich you know if the the in your mind you make it this big big thing like oh if this doesn't pan out and you know the the world will almost end and then you do you go and do it anyway and something happens and then you realize like okay i can handle with that i can deal with that do you recognize that yeah there's people are always so so worried um and it just, it, it, it's just bizarre to think how it, and i think a lot of it is a lot is social media and youtube and and all these, these things that people only show good things and no, nobody yeah. talks about failing no, yeah like, like I, I could go out and do do podcast after podcast about how successful my businesses have been and, and people would gravitate towards it but nobody wants to talk about the, yeah. the parts before um that that got you there and yeah. and 
I, I think it's too prevalent now and, and too too many of the, the gurus are out there teaching, you know, building businesses is easy and it's not. No. So. No, and I, I I second that. I um I have this we, we have the saying in the Netherlands where it's like if uh, if the grass is greener on the other side, it's probably because it's uh, covered in um in cow manure, but that's the political correct one. Um no, but it's <laughs> It's it's uh, social media. That's the thing, right? We have an amazing way to get in contact with each other and to learn and to to you know get in connection with each other. But it's also a lot of it is 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 fake, is filters, is is only giving that shot that makes it looks amazing. Whereas if you, um, I saw this thread the other day on a uh, on Reddit, which was about. An, uh, a guy who started out who was like, guys, I have no idea how you keep this all streamlined out. And the, the most common reply was, dude, uh, chewing gum and toothpicks. So it, it, on the front, we make sure that it looks right. But in the back end, we're also growing. We're also just doing our thing. We're trying to do uh, the best way we can. But sometimes it's just sticking together with chewing gum and toothpicks. Right. And 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 so many people pull up, put up that facade and, and then people believe it. And people believe that it's that easy and, and that it doesn't take the hard work and you, you don't have to struggle through. And, you know, yeah, I, I work from home most days now, but it, it took a lot to get here. And a lot of a lot of 60, 70, 80 hour weeks of, of building things and watching them fall down and building things and watching them fall down to, to make it work. Um, you know, and, 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 that, and that does come at a cost. And, and you, you know, I, I see Ron's uh, Ron's comment. It, you know, it, there is a cost to failing. Um, there, there's ways to, to fail where, where you risk everything. I don't recommend doing that, but but risk something. It, you know, I, I can't tell you that you're going to not lose a penny by, by, by risking something, but but start off small. You know, we, we started off where, with the winery where we risked three days worth of ads, so $500, and it, it, it caught fire, so we, you know, a lot more wine than what I originally anticipated, but it was about 1500 bottles of wine. So mm -hmm. maybe 5% of our, our gross volume that we, we, we do in a year, but that, that was our risk proof concept. And then, and then you scale the concept. So you try to do the risk at a small scale before you go large scale and, and do it that way. That's, that's the best way I can tell you to reduce fail cost. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I second that. I think, um, uh, in in the development projects I also manage in in, in my other job, so to speak, um, it's also about learning early on what works and what doesn't work, right? And and I think that's for me sometimes really a learning curve. Um, I when I do something, I, I I grab hold of it and I don't let go, even if it's not turning the way it's uh, it should go or I want it to go. But um, there's this sense of, of of loyalty or however you want to say but it's like no I, I believe in this I want to do this I want to do the thing um, but then it's it's actually knowing at a certain moment not when you fail because I think in a certain way the only one who defines that you fail is, is, is you is yourself but how just how when do you know, know like okay this concept doesn't work I mean, how like do you make it false I think that's the question there, there's always you always have to have some kind of metric um, and I, I'm a big, big numbers guy. So if, if I see like, you know, right, right now we're, we're running, we're doing wine cocktails. Um, and, and that's kind of our, our next big push is, is wine cocktails. So we're running an ebook uh, where we're giving away an ebook. Um, so we're going to try that and no risk outside of ad cost for us. We'll see if people sign up for the ebook. 
if people sign up for the ebook, we'll try we'll try sending them up a value letter. Um, so very little little risk to us still. Um, if they buy the first product on the value ladder, we'll add another and, and just keep going. Um, and, and I think that's that's a really good way to do things is, is prove each step of your concept. Um, really lay your concept out and then, then prove your bottom ring and then add your next ring and prove that. Um, and if it fails at the next ring, do something else for that second ring and yep. prove it again. So you start um, small and then you... Yeah. You get bigger and bigger. And I mean, obviously, your your risk gets bigger and bigger too as, as you go down down the path. Yeah. you're in a better position to to manage that risk. Then, yeah, you grow with your risk, I guess. Right. Although, of course, um, I raised this question as well in some Facebook groups, and one guy was like, "Hey, I started with a, I don't know, a hundred million investment firm or a million dollar investment firm, and I lost it all in two thousand eight, and literally." almost no house anymore and um but he can't he the the thing was he wasn't letting himself be held back by it so he persevered he started up again and now he has a i don't know two million dollar investing firm and i think that's really the important thing to not let yourself be defined by failure but also uh, yeah not not carrying it with you all the time right you, you got to use everything like every day-to-day -day action can be learning experiences it doesn't matter if you failed on a Facebook post. If, if you posted something with your face, with your your uh, on Facebook that was trying to generate some kind of you know lead magnet or something like that, and it didn't work. It's a learning experience. Yeah. It doesn't mean that lead magnets don't work. They do. You just got to find the right one for your audience. So you know, just testing things that small and, and at that level is is the first step. And, and learning to accept the failures can be as easy as learning that. In early on so you, you do have lower risk yeah yeah that is so true and i think that's also one of the amazing things about our time is you don't have to risk it all with facebook with uh, all the online communities it's easy to to start with a small simple step and then build further from there and see how you can add value and, and build it further from there again Absolutely. And there, there's so many things that you can do. You know, there's so many ways to make money now and so many ways to market products. There's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's the best time to have a physical product that I've ever seen. Okay. Um, and in, in my consulting world, I'm, I'm taking brick and mortar stores and, and turning them into e-commerce places. Um, because if, if you don't have an e-commerce presence right now, I think you're missing out. Um, even for the small mom and pop stores. So, yeah. So how did they react initially to that? If you've always had a brick and mortar store, and it's like, hey, not well. It's, but it's, this, it's the same thing with the wine industry. It's, it's not. so we have twenty three wineries within fifty five miles of us. Cool. I'm the only one that markets on them because wow. nobody else has. Nobody else wants to. I'm I'm the odd one. Like, like and I drive a ton of traffic. Yeah, and that's like, sorry. Well, it's, well, it's risky. I go, I get it's risky. I go, but you know, we we've taken our. We, when, when I took the winery over in 2018, we had 1,700 followers. We're just shy of 10,000 now. Wow. And most of, most of that has happened over the past year. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so um, looking back on your whole journey, because you've started 18 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago? Uh, 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Almost had it. <laughs> um, what would you say is your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? So, so I, my biggest failure cost 
it wasn't my my money, luckily, but it, it probably cost our, our winery about thirty five thousand dollars. We had we had a, a batch of wine that we were trying to trying to do something a little different with, and it it just bombed. Um, but like couldn't save the wine, couldn't produce it into something else. It just bombed. Um, and a lot of people in my industry at twenty years old would have would have ran at that point in time. Um, you know, I, I was already young. I mean, luckily we had a good owner who, who backed me on my decision-making and said, you know, look, you took a risk and it didn't work. Um, so, so having that support network also helps you. Um, when, when you got people that can support your failures and say, Hey, you know, you failed, no biggie, you know, let's, let's, let's learn from it and not do it again. But, um, we, that was, that was bad. Um, I was yeah. trying, trying to, trying a new process that I thought would work from a chemical aspect and it just didn't. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's that that's a bummer. But I think your um your lessons learned over there, I think that's a really good one. Having a social support system. I think that's yeah. um as, as especially if you're if you're young, if you're just starting up, if this is completely out of your comfort zone, it is so important to have a, a network of, of people or friends where you can fall back on on people who've been there, who 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 went around the road, who were like, hey. So you feel try again, or just people standing next to you being like, okay, let's let's make a, a moment out of it, like, and then move on, let go. Life's go life goes on. So I think that's right. that's there, really important. There are, like I said before, there's plenty of ways to make money. You're going to find something, and and sometimes it just takes doing it over and over and over again with a little tweak here and a little tweak there, and and, and then all of a sudden it's it's going to click. It's just a matter of of getting it there you know yeah. but yeah i finding the right people for it sometimes you you have the, a great product um but if you're not in front of the right people not uh, maybe it's you're in front of the wrong audience you know right and say audience matters the 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 way you present yourself to that audience matters can you can you resonate with them um you and i were talking before the show it's it's, it's not salesy anymore sales don't don't sell it's it's conversations and building that relationship with people that, yeah. That's how you sell. That, that's how we sold the wine and, 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 and got into people's homes and then got them to stay. We, we had handwritten letters. We, uh, my wife used to, to write on the tops of boxes, super artistic. So she would write their last name, all artsy on the top of their shipping box. So when they opened it up, that was the first thing they saw. And people commented on that over and over and over again. But we built that relationship and we, we, we did something special for them, for them to remember us and were able to move with that. I think that's amazing. I bet your wife must have had a sore wrist from writing all those, yeah, <laughs> all those I, letters. I, I think she was ready to kill me by the end. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think that's also a thing. <laughs> Being the partner of an entrepreneur, that must be a life on its own, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I mean, she she did it as a joke, the first one, and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> Challenge accepted. That would do it. Do it again. Oh, that that's amazing. <laughs> but you're right. It's it's nowadays. It's not about being salesy anymore. It's about connecting and getting that emotional connection. I mean, people will forget what you told them, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So if you do something unexpected, that can pay back enormously like even right. if it's just a handwritten letter it's like oh wow i get a handwritten written letter with this that's amazing right i mean i mean now all, all we do is, is sign our name whoever packed it signs their name to the bottom of their packing list and just that signature just just a signature that's so nice that's so cool it, that's it yeah yeah it's so simple but yet it's, it's for a customer it's like oh wow a 
this is the person who did that. That's so nice. Yeah. So what would what advice would you give to someone who's just starting as an entrepreneur, given all the lessons learned you have? Figure out which way you want to make money and focus on that. Don't don't get shiny object syndrome. That that is another downfall of this online world. Is you will you will you will jump down one one route and a day later you're gonna find something else. Stick to one. I love Learn that. one, I... make money and then move. <laughs> yeah, pick one thing and really focus on that. I love that. Shiny object syndrome, I've never heard of the term, but I know exactly what you mean. And the typical thing is the moment you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this on Facebook or whatever. Then the next day you get a call, hey, can you do this? And it's like, I want to say yes, but I shouldn't, but I want it. <laughs> right. And with, with online, it's it's way too easy for all of us marketers to track who you like. And, and us as marketers, if we see you doing something similar to what we're doing, we're probably going to target you. So you're going to see our next thing or, yeah. or not our next thing, but because you looked at XYZ's company's option of making money, you're probably going to see my option of making money. Oh, the internet is being weird. Are you there again? I, I, I think I, 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 I think we dropped for a second there. Yeah, I think it went. Uh, can you hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you again, Justin. You were talking about uh, targeting people who have uh, looked at your competitors. Yeah, I say uh, money-making opportunities. There's there's reasons that people target for that yeah. for marketing, and we're able to target people based on your other likes and, and your other interests. And so, if you start looking at one place, there's ch chances are you're going to see new and new opportunities all the time, and you need to stay focused and yeah. stay focused on what you're going after and stick to that one lane don't get don't get spread out early no no i think that's that's a very good one that's that's a very good one um what i'm also curious about what is the one common myth about being an entrepreneur being in the winery that you have to like wine to be in the wine industry <laughs> don't tell me you don't like wine i do not no i do way. not drink wine at all <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so counterintuitive. How how do you know if it's, if it's the right taste? I know what it's supposed to taste like. I know what wine's supposed to taste like. I know all the sensory stuff. I just don't enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. <laughs> that's... I, I'm really good at producing good wine. Wow. That, Not a that's... big fan of drinking it. <laughs> I I love that. It was very unexpected. That's <laughs> well. That's great thing about being it unscripted and it being live of course but that's like oh oh nice uh -huh. I, I like to throw the occasional curveball while i'm doing podcasts and stuff so. yeah keep it fresh you know that's good that's good so justin where can our viewers connect with you more online so, so we have i have a couple ways you can connect you can connect through my winery uh woodburywinery.com um if you are an amazon seller or, or looking into getting into the e-commerce space uh zombase.com um and if you want one-on-one -on -one mentorship with that zonbase.com slash mentorship um, i also have a new program called the social sales accelerator uh, we are basically building out a a, a software that that uh, merges with your facebook messenger it allows you to keep track of your pipeline um, automate some responses I'll, I'll be honest that the my favorite part about the software is that it tells all my timeline happy birthday and i don't <laughs> have to remember but like it, it seems like such a small thing but it, it so big for me. Oh, that's um, 
that. <laughs> I um, always forget the happy birthday. Right, I'm birthday. awful at it. And, and like, <laughs> it, it, it just sends out the message. You know, done. Um, yeah. right, but it, it lets you like group, uh, similar to ManyChat, where if, if you post a Facebook status and ask people to comment on it, it'll auto auto reply to them and send them a DM based on what what you're looking to do. Um, you can you can do that with with certain things in different groups as well. Um, do auto replies and, and stuff like that, and auto um, auto replies to friend requests that come in. Uh, one of the things that I have mine do is if, if you send me a friend request on Facebook, it's going to send you a message back that basically tells you to tell me something, so I know you're not a bot. Ah, um, that's so smart. And that's, that's all I care about. I, I I like being friends with people on Facebook. I like sharing information. I don't I don't mind that you don't personally know me. I don't want my friends list being full of bots. <laughs> no, exactly. And that's the sad thing about Facebook. Um, I think LinkedIn is also getting there. That it's a, a lot of it is just spam. Yeah, like, like this this past week has been awful with LinkedIn spam. I don't know what happened all of a sudden. I don't know if it's just because I changed my profile up a little bit and managed to, to to insert myself into the the, the spam uh, the spam I, flow or what. I'm noticing it's becoming more and more a thing. Also, when I, I post in a group and you just get, you know, want to buy Bitcoin or... Uh, every day. Every like, day. want to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> you go buy Bitcoin. That's okay. So, but you also have an early bird special, right? For the yeah. social sales accelerator. Yeah, so, so, so right now we are doing early bird pricing. Um, we, we Our product is most similar to a software called Pepper out of the out of the UK. Um, and their, their price is like, 300 bucks a month, I think. And ours is $300 for the year um, right now uh, with the early bird pricing. So if you want to jump day. on that, um, do it. Like If you're an MLM or affiliate marketing or any, any anywhere where you're really using Facebook to drive lead generation, it's well worth it. Um, you know, if you got questions about it, find me on Facebook. I'm easy to find. Um, you know, it's just Justin Martell or, or look up Woodbury Vineyards because my name's all over it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, plenty, plenty of ways to find me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also, I also included the links to Woodbury Vineyards, the social sales accelerator and Zonbase in the description of today. So if people want to learn more, don't hesitate to visit those links and just send Justin a, a DM on Facebook. Make, make sure you're not a bot. It's yeah. not nice yeah. if you're a bot. <laughs> Stay away from a bot. <laughs> yeah. I say, if you're a real person, I really do talk back. <laughs> I, I do answer questions. I, I do. Um, it, it might take me a day or so, but but I, I really do reply to people and, and and try to walk them through and give advice and, and, and push people down good paths. Um, I've I've always believed that giving giving back now that I ha that I am successful is the best way to keep me successful. Um, so so, so I, I believe very much in that that the, the value I give I I get paid back in the long run. So. True. That is so true. Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining me today. I had a we had a wonderful conversation. I uh, I learned a lot about failing fast and failing forward, and about the wine industry. So yeah, thank you for being here today. You're very welcome. Okay. So and for everyone who is tuning in today, if you like this kind of content, make sure you like us on Facebook and follow us there. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and make sure to turn on notifications so you get notified whenever the startup talk goes live. And of course, join me again next week for our guest show. Then I will be joined by a digital nomad who is also an accountant and he helps startups get financial clarity and get funding. 
and let, yeah, we all can use some funding, right? So yes. tune in next week. Thank you everyone for being with me here today. And I hope to see you all again next week. Talk soon.